And welcome back to the Yankee Nation Podcast Tuesday edition. It is 2 p.m. Eastern time. I couldn't I couldn't read the clock for a second. A little brain fart. But uh, this will be, you know, well, it's, we're recording Monday, so it's a little it's a little before we it gets released. But we're going to be going over the Angels and the Mets series, the Subway series. Similar records in both, one and two. Both have devastating losses with opposing team comebacks and some interesting Yankee play, and we're going to get all into that right now, kind of starting with the Angels series. The Yankees go one and two. They lose the first game 5-3. They win the next game 11-5, and and brings us hope and then they have a devastating seven run ninth inning to lose 11 8 should we start with the devastating or with the win where where do you guys want to go i I was in the house for the win so i would like to just say i like to say that yankees have a good track record when i'm I'm there in person They uh, they usually they usually score a lot of runs. You know they I've been going to games for a while and they have not lost since I was in attendance in 2017 when Devers homered off Chapman in that Red Sox game. So okay. you know, Hal Steinbrenner, if you want to start funding my my tickets, I mean, you know, there you go. Let me know. I'm I'm open for it. He's, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's looking for things to get the if, Yankees yeah. winning. That's yeah. that's exactly what. If we you want, if you want some playoff ticket day. money, Hal. The, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't count against the luxury tax. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that it was it was fun, it was fun to go to. You know, it was cool to see Otani, even though like I, I didn't want him to homer twice, but you know. And then the, the Nesta Cortez Otani battle was was a lot of fun to see. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just that that's uh, you know the one bright spot in an overwhelmingly bad week of Yankee baseball. So. Yes. <laughs> um, Every, yeah. Everybody in that game except for Stanton and Gardner got hits. Yeah. But and even them, even them, they got everybody they got a run. So. Yeah. yeah, everybody had a run in that game, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if I've seen that from the Yankees yet, but also, what is this? Their second time that they've reached over 10 runs. So That was their highest scoring game of the year. So yeah. that, game, that game came after the uh, players-only meeting called by Judge, right? Yep. That was – I'm not sure. Game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't think – I think the first round they lost, they called the players-only meeting, and then – yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, basically, because they, they, they had two of their highest run outbursts following that yeah. players only meeting. Uh, and of course, yeah, it worked for one game. And then the second game, they got a lot of runs, but then imploded. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the third game, they imploded. And, and the first game was right after Boone said the season on the line. So, yep. you know, I mean, yeah, great, great look to lose that game, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it just felt, I don't know. The Yankees just kind of didn't have it that first game. I feel like three runs, six hits. I don't like having Kings start in that game. Like we were talking in the last episode, like Kings first innings aren't the best. So yeah. we would look to see an opener and it looks like they might be going in that direction, which would 
which would be good. Yeah. And like having him and Nestor Cortez kind of, well, Cortez open for King and they both go over like two innings and I would be extremely happy with that. Yeah. We just have to see what they do. Uh, yeah. This was the- game three. It, this is where I said, like, you can't, you can't, consistently run Chapman out there anymore. I mean, you think about if the Yankees closed this game out, you know, how different of a feel that was heading up. We can, I mean, it's funny. It came out like Yankees are up like seven to two. And then there's a report. Oh, Hal Steinbrenner will speak to the media. Okay. He'll actually like have the fan base in kind of a good mood, but like after that, it's like, (laughs) and of course it's one o'clock in the morning, East coast time. So it everybody's like, waking up the next day to the surprise. Yeah, it was like peak, yeah. peak, fr- like fan base has been frustrated pretty much all year. But I mean, that's like, that's like the peak for me when that happened. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, they, they were starting to pull me back in and they just like that. That's like, you know, I haven't like fully uh, bought back in yet, you know, it, and, you know. And, you know, trying to get Chapman out there with a four run lead you're 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 trying to work on him you know that's yeah. that's not a game he would normally be in you're trying to work on him and i think that would yeah. be uh the right thing to do i i th- i didn't yeah i didn't like i i didn't mind the call i, I didn't mind the call to put him in and you know I, I mean take him out earlier obviously but you know yeah once he loads the bases i think you do take him out but you know i don't mind putting him in there i think i think my thing was last episode I was talking about like total at bats, right? And I was saying that like yeah. the last what like what did I say seven through ten? It was like uh Frazier, Odor, Gardner, and Andujar were like that that low tier guys, and you were like, yeah. that's not great to have them in your top ten at at bats. Uh, batting six through nine, Odor. Andujar, Frazier, Gardner. I think if if your season is on the yeah. line in this series, you likely don't run those four guys mm-hmm. out there. You maybe want to have two of them out there and kind of rotate them game to game, and that's fine. But yeah. to have all four guys out there, I, I personally didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Just because... Yeah. It's it's must win at this point. Like roll well, out your best guys. Well, this this was a game when I mean the Yankees had the lead and stuff, but like they there were there were many moments that um they they could have even scored like twelve runs because there were um there were a bunch of double plays that happened. It was like yeah, bases yeah. loaded, one out, double play. You know, I mean it's killed them all year, but I mean it didn't look like it was going to hurt them that night, but because the closer didn't do the job, but. I mean, this and this was also the game when um, Judge and Geo sat out. Um, mm-hmm. I, this this was kind of, this was kind of what led me to write my column last week about like I, I wrote like a <laughs> pretty passionate defensive of Judge because like people were like, oh, he's ducking out time. I'm like, I don't know. I get it. He's not like Derek Jeter when he uh, he had like the hand issue and he's like, I'm taking batting practice. And then he just he kept hitting and hitting and then until Joe Torre said he would 
put him back in the lineup. But to me, it's like, we don't know those conversations that are happening. Like to me, there's no way that I think judge didn't want, like, there's no way that judge asked to sit that night to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if he went into the, to Boone's office and asked to like, to play and say, I'm playing, but it also strikes me that like, they would, they wouldn't let him do that. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not fully, I, I'm not fully believing the, the notion that judge has that kind of power. I mean, I know he's the best player on the team. I mean, it's possible, but you know, I put it's, more blame on the people who yeah, you know, make the line sitting him. Yeah. I, it, 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 it boggles my mind that they, you know, there are players in the past, you couldn't get them out of the lineup. I mean, they, they, you know, they'd be taken off a walking boot or something like that, you know, before the game. And they say, no, no, I'm playing. I mean, and Void even said it, uh, you know, uh, later in, you know, in his, he was like, uh, you know, he took the, he took that pitch in the, ne- in the next series, he took that pitch in the back leg. And he's like, I'm going to be here tomorrow, you know? And yeah. I believe, I believe judge would do the same, but they're managing these guys with this stuff. And yeah, at some point though, you have to look at how you're performing and say, screw the saber metrics. Uh, yeah, screw that. Yeah, I know you. I, you know we, we need you guys in the lineup. You know. Yeah. And and let's just put them in the lineup. And That's where the manager needs to override whoever is coming out of the computer with these lineups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in the um, like how we always say like analytics is good. Like analytics is good when it proves yeah. the point of what you see with your eyes. Like that's the same with most sports. But when things start to not add up and it gets weird, like you want to go with your gut or play the hot hand kind of thing. And like the Yankees kind of lean over the edge into the analytics department, which leads to Geo and Judge sitting yeah. out. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And to me, it's like part of why I will not believe that Judge asked to sit or he was ducking Otani is because mm-hmm. he played with a cracked rib in the postseason in 2019 and a punctured lung in yeah. the postseason. You know, I don't know He's if the not... lung was punctured at that moment, but he was playing through a cracked rib in the postseason and he played in 2019. There's no way when your season's declared on the line by your manager that I think he's want he wants to sit out in those games. Yeah. Yeah. And like one thing beyond that like he had one of his worst series against the astros because he really wanted yeah. to beat up on altuve and the astros because he was still mad and that emotion took over him which lets his strikeouts yeah so like he's clearly a guy who's not really per a, some someone who shies away from the challenge he's a massive competitor and that's like he's awesome i think i think it, that that was just a convenient argument you know, yeah. the, the fact that he had the fact that he was out of the game for the Shotani game and stuff wasn't that he was ducking them. It's just mm-hmm. some some somebody trying to get some clicks. So yeah, I think I would have I would have liked if he would have seen the lineup and said no, I'm playing, and that mm-hmm. would have been good. But again, yeah, like maybe he just doesn't have the power to do that right now, and yeah. the powers that be in the Yankee organization aren't about that kind of if it was joe torrey or joe girardi manning managing the team oh he's playing able to do that 
Like, and like, they wouldn't have sat him, but even that if too. he was sitting, that he would have been able to talk himself into the lineup like G- Derek Jeter did all of 2014, you know? Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I just – Boone is a different breed of Yankee manager than we have, have had historically. It's the, so It's the different philosophies that you can argue which one is better, but we have found the weakness in Boone yeah. and his philosophy of towards yeah. baseball. And that's yeah. what you can point right. at. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys mention the fact that in the post game interview on the night before when they had the win, that Judge was talking like he was going to be in the game the next day? Oh, I, I didn't hear that interview, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't he, you know, he was talking. He was he, he was talking. Yeah, and that was a comment made later that, that after he wasn't in the lineup, like this is kind of surprising given how he given given the, the conversation he had the night before. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and uh, honestly, I would I wouldn't be surprised if he was upset. Yeah, in the little in that day. So I mean, I think, I mean, th- this this and like part of what take takes place in the Mets series that we'll talk about is why like this is as mad as I've been at Boone since he became manager. And I, I think, usually try not to like blame managers that much, but you know I can't. There's just nothing I can I can hold back anymore. You know. Like this lineup was the last straw kind of thing. Like it was kind of like, what do you, mm-hmm. we're in a weird territory now where this is a must win game and two out of your five solid bats and best defense and your two best defenders aren't in the game. You're not playing like it's must win. And that's, that's yeah. the annoyance. And then it's all a moot point anyway because we're giving away games left and right, you know. Yep. We were in yeah. position to win, and you know. Hi. So, Mets Subway Series. Yeah. yeah. Start off with a with a rain delay. Then we got an eight three, and then we got a a ten five and a four two Yankee win. Both seven game double headers. Uh, okay. Short thoughts on this series for me. <laughs> eight through eight three. You know, they just weren't winning that game. Even when Montgomery wasn't giving up runs early, he was giving up base runners. He, he was right. putting base runners on every inning, and Yankees weren't hitting Walker. And you know, they put in Justin Wilson, which effectively <sighs> ended the game. You know, that's that's what happens when you give up on a three zero game. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but my I mean, this is like you mentioned, like the final straw, maybe being Wednesday night lineup. It was actually Sunday for me. Like <laughs> the first game, I mean, I mean Garrett Cole. I mean, just I, I mean, you got to do better on it. Like I, I believe yeah. you will, but you know, you you got to do better than that. But you have the lead, Chad Green had thrown two pitches the 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 inning right. prior and mm-hmm. he's like and, and he brings in chapman for the ninth when like if it was normal chapman i get it but mm-hmm. like you have no confidence in chapman right now and um you know and boone talks after the game yeah we were uh, trying to piece together the uh the uh pitching sequencing for uh, the second game i'm like when- why, why matters okay really 
when every game matters, you're going to yeah, talk right. of what you're thinking one game ahead. No, 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 no. no. It's like, I, I mean, people said, people said lack of urgency. I mean, this is a prime example of it from, mm -hmm. from Boone here. I mean, like, it's like, why win a game now when you could maybe win a game later? It's like, yeah, it's like that family, that, that family guy episode where it's like, it's like, oh, you've won a, you've won a yacht, but we have this, this box here where it could oh be anything. God. And this is the, see, the other choice. And Peter's like, it could even be a yacht. And he opens it and it's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's exactly what the Yankees are. It's and, it's in it's odd. Right now, and like I was happy they won. They they used Chad Green in the second game, but like it, you don't you didn't even you didn't know you were going to have a lead in that game. No. So lock down that lead and figure it out later. Right. Right. You know. I, yeah. I mean, it, and it that's it. They, they, yeah, totally frustrating, and 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 you you give it away, and and. Uh, and then, and then in the second game, you almost give it away because yeah. you, you know, the second game, you, you, you take, uh, you take um, uh, Cortez out and you put in O'Day. Yeah. Right. And so O'Day gets in there in between Cortez and, and Green and uh, gives up a home run. And next yeah. thing you know, it's, it's a, one, it's a, what was it, a one run lead at that point? Or two yeah, three lead? to two. Um, I, I would rather, like, I would rather blow the second game because we tried to win the first game in the moment rather yes. than blow the first game to win the second game. Right. Like, I think you got to get like, it was almost as if like, okay, we're going to sacrifice this game to win the second. No lock down the first game and see if you can, can get lucky in the second game, I guess. I, I mean, it's called momentum, you know, mm -hmm. I think I'm, I'm a hundred percent with that. Like, when you're when you know that you can win this game if green just what goes an other inning yeah he he, he literally pitch pitched seven. two pitches he clearly with was an off good. day with an off day today yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah like i i i don't know what you're doing at this point like the problem the problem with the win yeah, the problem with the win in the second game is it gives it gives Boone some justification for what he said. Exactly. And, yeah. And that's that's just wrong. Uh, it's yeah. but then like the Yankees have what four runs on four hits, like that's good, but you have six total base runners. With yeah. three walks, well, seven, three walks and the four hits. Like, you didn't really go out there and dominate that second game. You're, you just kind of got lucky with Nestor Cornez staying hot and Chad Green holding it down, yeah. and then you got to win. So, yeah. like, it's not like you, you got lucky winning the second game anyway. It would have been cool to lock down the first one and then get lucky in the second game. But yeah. no, yeah. we're going to do other things instead. It's it was interesting to hear the uh, debate on ESPN last night for that game too, you know, about whether whether they bring Chapman out and, and just try to continue to get him right or they were going to do whatever and stuff. And, and you know, <clears throat> you just, you know, you're looking. I was just thankful that they let Green finish it out. 
you know? Yeah. And uh, I was I was upset that Cortez didn't get a chance to finish that inning. And then it could have been it could have truly been just a Cortez and a green game. But, you know, they um, Cortez, it was not a it was not a tough, you know, getting getting the guy on base was. Yeah. Was that was that the one off the wall? I don't know. But it was just tough. It was just it was not not a hard not. It was it was. It wasn't the time you give Cortez one more shot, but he was getting tired and he was toward the mm-hmm. end. It was in the fourth inning. Right. And uh, um, I, I just think I just think that they, you know, it was good that they won that game. It was good that they let Green finish it. I think, you know, Green's got a shot at being a closer until Britain comes back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. it's him and Lo Isica who are, yeah. I mean, who would probably split duties. I mean, I, I don't think they would have a set closer with, um, Chapman not being in. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yep. Yeah, which I, ideally for me, I would like that anyway because like you could go based off matchup instead of and and you can just use your best reliever in the higher leverage situation. Sometimes right. the tougher situation is the eighth when the the yeah. core of the lineup comes in, and then sometimes the ninth is just the bottom three, and you know, yeah. it's. I mean, I, yeah. I'm just happy none of my Mets friends got on me in Texas. That that's what I that's what I was grateful for because what the Yankees did was not inspiring at all. And especially in that doubleheader where you kind of just give up one game to focus on a second game. It's just I wonder if this is what we should think of the Yankees now as like maybe we should start thinking ahead because it doesn't seem like this is, this is our season. And this takes us back to connections to last podcast on Monday that came out that, you know, buying and selling. And we had a whole conversation about that and looking ahead into that. Maybe that's what they start doing because they seem to enjoy looking ahead. So Oh, I want to. Uh, speaking of buying and selling, let's let's talk about the the fan attendance at that doubleheader yesterday. Um, there was a a whole lot of Met fans. Yeah, in, I wanted to bring that up. Yesterday. You know, they they were. I mean, they were. Let's go Mets chants were really loud throughout yeah. throughout the doubleheader, mm-hmm. and and of course they had to empty the stadium and bring everybody back and. You know, it's the same. It's the same deal that Ryan got a chance to take advantage of when it was, you know, the tickets were at such a discount and stuff like that. Well, the Mets bought them up. You know, for sure. I was, I was bought them up. I was gonna try to remind myself to like ask a question. Like, thank you for bringing that up, Ryan, because I probably would have forgot. But when's the last time that you heard Mets fans in Yankee Stadium during the Subway Series? Like, I don't really remember when that happened usually it it doesn't happen but like you'll hear it every once in a while but not they, to... they show up but it's not like 50 50 ever right yeah the last time i remember yankee stadium being taken over was when the dodgers came to play us in 2016 and they were mm. and they completely took over and usually usually uh, san francisco giants fans show up too because like the that's like yeah. former new york teams that right yeah fan, the, the fans it's it's passed down from generations when yeah Brooklyn you Dodgers and New York Giants yeah. were there. So 
And you see that all the time out here in the Padres, okay, out here in San Diego. I mean, Chicago Cub fans, they boy, they travel. Oh, yeah. They, they travel, travel well. yeah. You know, Dodgers, Dodgers will – not this year. I mean, what's neat this year about the Padres is that they're not letting the Dodger fans take over yeah. the park for the, for the home series right. and stuff. And so – but – yeah, you'll you'll see you'll see heavy attendance on the visiting teams out here for some of those. But yeah, you don't not in Yankee Stadium. But boy, yesterday it was yeah. yeah. Like I went I went to um, City Field two years ago maybe for a, a Subway Series game, and there was let's go Yankee chance, and it was like yeah. usually it's fifty fifty in City. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird watching and seeing the opposite happen. And you know what was you know what was interesting? I was waiting because you could hear the "Let's Go Mets" chants, but I was waiting for hearing the Yankees suck chants because yeah. Met, Met fans and Red Sox fans both get into that. I mean, yeah. heck, even even when the Mets and the and the Red Sox are playing each other, they they come up with that. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's a, but yeah, it was a it, you know I think they. I think the Yankees lost on, you know, they lost the series, but they also lost in the attendance bracket for the for the game too, and that's kind of sad. So. Hope uh, Hal Steinbrenner takes notice of that, you know. Yeah. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Speaking of we... looking ahead, yeah, we're talking oh, yeah. about this team looking ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we got we got two series left before the All Star break, right? I I, I would like to uh, read our rundown uh, that uh, Ryan gracefully did earlier. It says. Please win. (laughs) (laughs) This is our future outlook block into our rundown. And it just says at Mariners at Astros, please win. And I I think that's a perfect sentiment of how we feel about. I'm just just done saying like, Oh, this team isn't very great or whatever. You know, if this happens, you know, you know, I don't care. Like just, just go out and win, you know, at this point. and if just win, baby. Yeah. And it's funny. We got Tuesday night. Good old Justice Sheffield is pitching against us. Ah. So it'll be. He's not having a good season, but you know, oh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see that. Tie on Justice Sheffield. We would have had Paxton if he wasn't hurt, right? I mean, Paxton went on the um, went on the IL, right? Yeah. Didn't well, we would have fa- been facing him. Yeah. 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 Um. That's like the storylines where the guy goes like seven innings pitched, one run, <laughs> yeah. three hits. Like that's just what it's gonna look like. And I'm I'm not here for it. Personally, I don't want that to happen. What I'm scared about is going to Houston because of that's gonna be rough. Because of what happened in Yankee Stadium to the Astros, and I wonder if there's a well, fan retaliation. I'd like to just say quickly, you know what, you know what's gonna, what's happening during that series is they're handing out 2019 ALCS pennant rings during oh, that course, series. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, all right, I was like, of course they would do that when the Yankees are coming back. And I mean, I'm guessing Garrett Cole will get a ring. I don't yeah. know, like. It would be funny if he went. He didn't accept it, but <laughs> but uh, he'll I mean, part of part of what I mean, true Yankee fan fashion here is me me saying like you know, Yankees would never celebrate a, a an AL championship, you know, 
without winning the World Series. So just that's the funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But again, Yankees are of a different breed that many French, not many franchises can live up to. There's like, I I guess when you're one World Series is tainted, you got to take what you can get. So exactly. I mean, (laughs) I know know the Yankees aren't doing so hot, but you know, I'll, I'll still fire some some jazz of course there's there's only like five franchises in the world that can live up to the yankees and that's 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 cool i i appreciate that there's there's what yankees celtics lakers real madrid barcelona and manchester united those those are the teams that you know they have history that extends to many years of winning and they can always say we're always going to be good but again beyond that you guys ready for yankees of the week yep was a dismal affair i would like to say um i'm gonna go with (laughs) one more thing on the one more thing in the astros okay yeah i i want the uh, metal and the electronic detectors for for not just the people coming into the stands but the astros coming out of their oh out of their clubhouse the dugout. into the dugout yeah. yep you know what you know what i for some reason joke. i'm getting some static in my headset while i'm up in the media yeah. booth i don't know <laughs> it, it would be it'd be very funny if you know, the wands, like the metal detector wand things, if, like, yeah. Judge just walks up to Altuve and does it real quick. <laughs> like, yeah. that would have been nice. But the reality that okay. happened in was slow. Well, slim, but whatever. Sorry, uh, I couldn't resist. My Yankee of the week will be Chad Green. Uh, it yes. was a little slim pickings. I had a little trouble for the podcast when we were talking about what stuff, and Ryan and Brian really helped me out with this Chad Green. Just, you know, kind of just off yesterday. Like, dude just got the win and should have had an immaculate inning. Should have had a save. That would have been nice in the first game. Maybe he doesn't pitch the second game, though. But, uh, you know, solid week for Chad. He gave up a home run in the against the angels but pitched two innings and a third so like i'll take it he's he's been solid and Uh, chad green he's good i feel like we don't we don't honor him yeah we don't we only talk about chad green when he gives up a big game because he's such a good pitcher that you just expect him to always close out but yeah, yeah chad green Big Chad, big Chad Green fan here. Um, <laughs> I'm also a big Nestor Cortez fan, so <laughs> he is yeah. my Yankee of the week. Not not even just because of his um, his uh, per- good performance, which like it has been good, and he got yeah. he got American League reliever of the month votes for um, yeah. for June. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so he's also been really good, but it's also just really like when he comes into the game it's it's like one of the most fun moments in yankee in the yankee yeah. games for, for for you don't know what his delivery is going to look like you don't yeah. you never know what his delivery is going to look he, like when otani comes up and i'm sitting there and i'm watching him with this slow wind up and then otani calls time and he's laughing at him <laughs> and then <laughs> they were laughing together and then otani, yeah 
and Otani comes back into the box and Nestor quick pitches him. I was <laughs> that was great. That was that was like that was like a top 10 moment for me this season so far. Like that was just perfect. Yeah. Like dudes just playing with people's minds. And like it was and a he, ball. But and I was lo- I loved seeing the national audience react to him pitch on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> They're yeah. like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> It's just Nestor, uh, man. That's, that's Nestor. who he is. <laughs> Nestor Cortez is special. He's great. Yep. All right. Well, my uh, Yankee of the week is uh, again in my in my in keeping with my, um, I guess uh, short short standings tradition of of looking up and down the Yankee lineup and not seeing anybody I really like <laughs> that could be the Yankee of the week, um, other than the two guys you picked. I went with Hoy Park. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep, yep. We're, I know we're talking Scranton Wilkes Bar, Rail Riders here, but I'm also considering a guy who is a Yankee future and he is coming up. At, I mean, he's, he's been on base in 28 straight games. I think it's 28 or 29 straight games. And so, um, you know, it's a lot of talk about him, a lot of talk about what he can do and stuff. There's no room in the infield per se right now, the way the Yankees are constructed, but um I'm looking forward to seeing that guy, uh, but he's, he's, he continues to have an awesome week and he's actually taking the attention off of Trey Ambergy in terms yeah. of triple a yeah. guys that are, uh, that are uh, way overperforming right now. Bring them both up. I don't, that, that's I'm good. I'm good with that. And Florio to the picture and I'm even better. So. Yeah. Why not? I heard that park was taking some practice in center field. Yep. Yeah. Whatever, man. Do do the things. That's, that's all I gotta say. Uh, this will take us to Yankee Hopeful. I I think the biggest one is Chapman. Dude has been struggling. What you said? His ERA is like twenty two in the last nine games. Twenty two point two four in the last nine. Yeah, I'm I'm not over the moon with that. I don't love that. <laughs> I would say that does not excite me. Uh, yeah, he he needs to you're figure it out. Can, yeah, yeah, you're hopefully can figure it out. I I would love. Well, it would be hard to move him to, out of the closer position right now because who takes the position? But it just might be a maybe move keep him the title, but it's best situation guy up. That's all we're doing is. To win, we put the best guy in the best position to win every game. And maybe that means Chapman comes in in the eighth and someone closes it out later. But, you know, we'll figure it out. Chapman always has a weird... He's done this before. Yeah, so I'm not going to get crazy about it. I would just, you know, like him to see it clean it up a little bit. Yeah. It's not good. And I'll continue the theme. Like the the two pitchers that people are worried about in Yankee Universe right now is Cole and Chapman. And my Yankee hopeful this week is going to be Garrett Cole. Not only because I hope he rebounds and you know finds form adjusting to not using the sticky stuff, but also he's pitching in Houston. So I really don't. I really want him to have a good game in Houston. So I don't. We don't have to see all these Astro fans on Twitter be like. Oh yeah. yeah, no refunds on Cole. He's we 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 fleeced you, and you know 
I, I yeah. Just <laughs> so I would please doubt- pitch well in Houston, Garrett Cole. Probably that'd Saturday. A, that'd be a downer on my week. So yeah, let's let's avoid that. So last week I had the my Yankee hopeful last week was anybody in the bottom half of the lineup that would that would kind of step in step in and contribute and do stuff right. That didn't work out too well, did it? Um, <laughs> no. Um, so I'm reaching now past the roster. <laughs> I'm reaching past the current roster yet one more time, and I am just hopeful that anybody short of Tyler Wade can come up from triple a <laughs> uh maybe even lamar no no not lamar um how about trey Amberty, floriel uh park uh heck you know um any oh, of those guys Debbie. yeah Just yeah, yeah debbie's gotta work it out some more still you know he's gotta get <laughs> yeah I, we don't need that up here right now but and I am just hopeful that they can start reaching down into the into the miners and pulling up some of these folks somehow, some way, get this forty man roster under control and start bringing up some of your talent. You know, stop hoarding it, just use it. I think I would like to say that uh, Brian's Yankee of the Week and Yankee hopefuls have brightened up my Yankee experience as we keep going on because he always picks such interesting ones and they're always off the wall <laughs> off the wall out of out of the box thinking and that's what we mm. need for the yankees right now uh i did not i checked back at the rundown and i read that and i started laughing because <laughs> why not uh anything else guys we're all good. Again, Ryan, congratulations on your PFF, yeah. your PFF yeah. job. That's that's absolutely awesome. Uh, we look forward to taking advantage of that. Speaking that I, you know, kind of write the blogs for New York City Sports Nation for Giants Nation. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how seeing this activity you've got and uh, and and watching you shine. Yeah. Well, thank you guys, and uh, hopefully, in the meantime, before football season starts, the Yankees start to give us something to be happy for. So yeah, that would, yeah. that'd be nice. Uh, so that'll be the end of this Tuesday episode. Definitely check back next week, Monday for weekly news before the all-star break and breaking then on Tuesday, breaking down the weeks before, like we just previewed with Seattle and the Astros. They should be, must-win series for the Yankees, as we have said numerous times. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Check out all the New York Sports Nation activity and work that we do there. Uh, it's all good. Uh, and thank you so much.